Hey, what's up, guys? So <laughs> I wanted to, there's so much content that I want to put out, and there are times when, you know, I have episodes upon episodes ready for our YouTube channel to be filmed, edited, make the image, write all the copy, post it to everywhere. It just takes a lot of time. And there's some other stuff that just off the cuff, I got off the phone with Wally and I was like, dude, I just, there might be some podcast exclusive stuff, um, content that just I want to get through and I think is valuable, but I just don't have the time to make images and make it pretty. And, and, you know, we want to deliver stuff that is digestible and not just like spewed out thought processes, but rather items that you can take action upon. But at the same time, I think the thought process is where you can empower yourself to think in different ways about your training. And that's a lot of what I try to get out of when I talk to other coaches, just how they approach things and look at things. And this time of year, I'm recording this on December 14th is actually, I usually have a reminder the middle of December to email my athletes. And I sent out a few this morning about mental freshness and how are they feeling? Because if you've been following the five blocks to racing series on YouTube, you'll see that there's the ability to utilize intervals to elongate your aerobic work. But at the end of the day, they are intervals. And as the days get shorter, the temperatures get cooler, you might find yourself inside, you might find yourself bundling up for outdoor rides. It can take a toll. And really the biggest thing that we want athletes to be is fresh come February, whether they're starting to race in February or whether they're really starting to dial things in for races in April. There's two very different calendars out there depending on where you live. But I I firmly believe that as long as you're fresh and you're hungry and you want to train, the old days of just doing endurance miles for months on end, that can be fatiguing as well. Like we want to achieve things, we want to accomplish things, and there's a way to do that. So I think even for racers that I, this is a perfect timing too. I just had a conversation and this might become uh, an episode on its own on YouTube of a guy up north that we really want to work on some FTP work. If I can get him a little bit stronger, uh, and then have some VO2 max work to push out his aerobic ceiling. He can be super competitive in the master's category nationally, I believe, because I know his racecraft. Um, he's a smart dude, and I've actually learned a lot from him when I raced in Rochester um, through G-Tour. And when you find an athlete that you know has that sixth sense um, you really want to try, I mean, every athlete, you want to get their fitness as good as possible. But when I know he can actually race, it's like my, you, you get that mouthwatering thing. Like, dude, this guy could win some stuff. And so he asked me, he's like, Hey, this is actually surprising. I'm doing some threshold work in December. And I said, well, Hey, it doesn't mean that we're going to transition to VO2 max next, or that we're going to turn it up beyond that. You're, we want to make some aerobic gains and there's no problem in my mind making some aerobic gains. You know, he progressed. Number one, he's in the gym. So he's not, he's not ignoring the gym work. Um, number two, he's progressed from tempo through low threshold and not like we're banging out hour long um, threshold tests every week, but you know, 40 minutes of threshold. And then you can go and do something like do a block that's more physiological 
and kind of racy like over-unders with some high torque that could take you through January and then look at maybe another weakness that he has um, that maybe it's like long maybe it's straight up doing work like maybe you aren't good at riding three hours four hours look at kilojoules look at there's a lot of things that you can look at but end of the day what I'm trying to say is I don't think you have a problem doing FTP work in December even if you're not racing until April as long as you're mentally fresh and you're hungry to do it if you start to feel fatigued, take a couple weeks and just ride. Like I have some just ride weeks um, and those you want to try to plan, but sometimes you just get on the bike and there's all these other things going on in your life and you're like, I just don't have it. And that's totally cool. You need to communicate that. And that's why I try to stress communication with athletes. It doesn't have to be a novel, but just reach out to me and say, hey, I'm just not feeling it because even as an athlete, and as a coach, we look to WKO, we look to training peaks, we look whether you're, you know, maybe you're using Strava for your fitness, we look at that application and we give it a ton of credit, which it deserves because it's an amazing tool, but it doesn't know everything else going on in your life. So really remember that and, you know, be okay to train hard, but you want to be stoking the fire and building the fire. So that when February comes, you're either starting to race or you're getting ready to really turn it up for races in a couple months. Don't be watching the fire fizzle because you're following a program that you're like, I got to do it. This is what's on the calendar. Like, that's not how this works. Um, Don't do that to yourself. And so as I'm coming up through December, you know, there's a few things going on in my in the background uh, for racing next year. I'm really waiting to see what happens with COVID, but my outlook is I want to be prepared in case I can somehow race in February. Uh, I haven't decided exactly how I'm going to gauge safe racing. For me, as of right now, it's I want to get the vaccine, and that's probably not going to be until summer. Um, That said, you know, everyday things develop and change, and there are some... There's an opportunity that has knocked on my door that I really can't get into right now, but I have to weigh some pros and cons and it could be some big international stuff. And at the end of the day, I want to do it, but I also want to be safe. So it leaves me wondering, like, where do I go now? You know, I've, I've kind of, I follow the five blocks to racing. Um, I'm coming out of a point where, um, Let's see, I'm kind of been in low threshold through November, December, I've been big in the gym. Um, I did some lactate shuttling rides and getting to the point where I did some short threshold stuff and another over under. And what I think, you know, I've got maybe one more block in me of doing FTP work, which I think will aerobically be very good. One thing that you want to look at when we're kind of talking about looking at the metrics, kind of a gold standard rule that the training peaks people have put out, you know, look at your FTP percentage of VO2 max. Once you get up to like 83 to 85%, switch to a VO2 max block. Well, it's the middle of December. I don't personally, even with racing in February, I don't think it's time to flip to that. So I'm going to ask myself, okay, I could either do, if I was an indoor rider, I gave one guy recently, he, he's like 86%. It's, and he's a big FTP diesel. 
To shake things up, we're gonna do a VO2 max workout and a Zwift race. So kind of like a hybrid block. Um, get the VO2 max system activated. Start really more than tickling it, like go in. And also it's good, get a litmus test of see how you do with that. And then the Zwift race is gonna be a great FTP workout. And then on the weekend, just you can keep riding endurance. Like those are gonna be two really hard sessions. Make them super hard and then switch to endurance. For myself, I think I see myself doing some longer, I'm gonna go through maybe some like four by tens, FTP, 100 to 105%. And then I've also been fiddling, not necessarily with an over under, like a lactate shuttling ride, but looking at something from a normalized power ride. I experimented with a 10 minute interval, or no, excuse me, 20 minute interval, aiming to have my normalized power at 100% FTP. The first one being more threshold-based, like go 110%, 95%, 105%, 97%, back and forth a little bit. And then the second one, have it be VO2 max-based. Go really hard VO2 max for like four or five minutes and then try to you know keep the recovery at high zone two. That's really where you're going to consume the most lactate according to studies through, um, if you look up the literature through like inside they're big on lactate shuttling they've kind of sparked up the term in the past year or so um and then go vo2 max again maybe you only have two minutes in you you know go high zone two for 30 seconds so play around with that or i'm going to go into like high torque recruit the muscle fibers just below ftp um the fast twitch to become able to be used, I can't talk, be able to be used more as a threshold uh, based workout. Um, So there's a few different ways to play that, but I think really ask yourself, it's December, what are you ready to do? What do you want to do? But make sure it's applicable. Like the, the data here would say, go do VO2 max, Brendan. I don't want to do VO2 max in December. That doesn't make sense, right? If I'm not racing until February, if even then. So start using that system, but don't go full tilt with it. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's what I got. So maybe we'll post more of these um, podcast only. I had joked with Patrick, it would be the Evoke podcast only. And that's EPO, only the dope stuff. But uh, I don't know if we want to be alluding to EPO in a training podcast. So uh, maybe evoke podcast exclusive epi, but uh, we'll see. So the other last part to this is I think having some of these voice notes that are converted into a podcast when I get drawn with not only a training block, but certain training sessions Um, Maybe just share my point of view from where my mindset is at. And really, I think the earliest blogs that you saw us put out were different types of cycling blogs, like how focusing on your CTL only can ruin a race season or, you know, talking about beta alanine or just things that aren't on every other cycling blog. Um, I think, you know, or even like, you know, posting stuff like, Hey, we're doing too much sweet spot. We're trying to point out things that we're not the Bible. We just want to share our experience. And hopefully some of these not article worthy topics or soft skills, especially after races and big events 
will be helpful to you. Um, If they're not, let me know. But I think there's a lot of content out there that we think of that we just don't get time to hit record on and post it. And this is one of them. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope the end of the day, ask yourself, what do you need to be training right now in December? Is it sustainable? And then where are you going next? Look down the road and also work backwards. What do you know when a race is? Okay, maybe not. Maybe you're in the same boat as I am. If you don't know when a race is, when do you want to be racy? Like when do you want to be ready to race? For me, that's February. So let's go through, hit FTP, maybe some lactate shuttling, then do VO2 max mid-January. Go do, you know, that gives me four weeks till the middle of February plenty of time and i honestly will probably tiptoe into it like i was saying before i'm gonna do one vo2 max workout a week i don't need to do two um i've seen benefit from just getting in that system and also mentally you know mentally get into going and doing a five by five it's tough and because of that toughness that's why i won't do it now in december but if, you're ra- if you know you're racing in the beginning of February, it's almost that time for you. So, anywho, hope you have a great day. Talk to you guys later. See ya.